Okay, so the scariest environment imaginable. That's all you had to say. The scariest environment imaginable. Episode number 37, volume shooting. For all you people keeping track at home, we're keeping this train rolling today. You know, you get the occasional, why would I listen to this? I've never listened before, so I'm not going to start now. And it's like, who gives a fuck? If you weren't listening before, you're not going to listen now. So, I mean, I would appreciate it if you did, but for someone to go out of their way and just say, hey, I'm never going to listen, it's like, that's a weird thing to just say out of nowhere. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving here. Uh, We're going to have this date in history tied into the number 37. So let's let it ride. So June 28th, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand was on June 28th, 1914 led to a series of events and the world war and world war one broke out the united states however did not enter the war immediately it entered the world war one three years later in 1917 now the for the number 37 if we use the number 37 to represent the year 1917 using the last two digits 17 and adding the three from 37 as a creative representation of 30 to signify a three-year delay we can say that the number 37 symbolizes the united states's delayed entry into the world war one after the event that ignited the war on june 28 1914 the more you know Honestly, I have no idea what that fucking just said, but we're going to let it ride. So today we're going to be talking about a couple two tree things, mostly about orcas. And uh, they've been in the news a lot lately because they've been attacking boats off the Spanish coast. That's in Spain. Um, apparently, they've just been attacking boats because they these boats hit a mother once and whales communicate to each other. We're not really sure how they all communicate, but um, they're pissed off. And researchers are trying to understand if it's deliberate actions by the orcas or if they're learning this behavior from one another. The encounters between orcas and boats has been increasing since 2020 with at least 15 interactions reported off the Iberian coast in 2020 alone. These interactions often involve orcas being attracted to rudders and propellers, and they may attempt to approach the boats. One of the most recent incidents occurred on May 4th, 2023, off the coast of Spain, where three orcas struck a sailing yacht, causing it to eventually sink. There's several theories regarding this behavior. One theory suggests that the aggression might have started from a female orca that was struck by a boat, causing her to start ramming sailing vessels. Brady's going to town on this fucking toy. This behavior might... (laughs) might then have been picked up by other orcas through social learning, which is a known behavior among whales. However, other scientists have proposed that these attacks could be fad behavior, a type of novel but temporary conduct that one whale exhibits that can be mimicked by others. Brady bought me his toy. You take take this. This is yours. This kind of behavior or game tends to spread throughout the population for a matter of weeks, months, or sometimes years before it eventually ceases. Orcas are known for their intelligence and curiosity and often interact with boats as part of their exploration of the marine environment. Scientists who often conduct one of these studies suggested that the behaviors observed might be the orca's way of investigating and understanding their environment rather than attacks on boats. While there is some speculation about the possibility of a trauma response leading to these attacks, this has not been confirmed and more direct evidence would be needed to support this theory. While these interactions have raised concerns, it's important to note that direct aggressive behavior from workers tend towards humans in the wild has been extremely rare. There's ongoing research 
to further understand these behaviors and their implications. So we're not really sure if this is learned or it's a trauma response because we don't really understand orcas uh, as well as we think we do. Um, We're not really sure how they communicate across the entire ocean. Um, They're really fucking smart at hunting. They're very intuitive. They're very curious. They're kind of like dogs. I think they're referred to as the wolves of the sea. But with all this being said, I still want to swim with orcas one day. Cross that off the bucket list. Maybe I've watched Free Willy too many times and it's safe, but they don't attack humans. We don't taste good to fish. We don't taste good to sharks. We don't taste good to orcas. Like we're fatty, like kind of, we probably taste like acidic or probably taste shitty. You know, we're full of fucking McDonald's and stuff. That's probably not appetizing to them. But from what I've heard, we don't taste good to fish. So when a shark bites you, it's mostly biting you because you're in its territory and it is hungry, but it doesn't, it's not like your, it's not your first, it's not his or hers first choice. Damn, I got a little caught up there. It's not his or hers first choice for a meal. Same thing with whales. They're not about it. We don't taste good to them. We just get mistaken for seals a lot. And it's usually because we're in the territory of like their kids or their nursing mom or some shit, but they rarely attack. And if they do, they don't kill humans. They kind of just fuck with us for a little bit, like destroy our boats and whatnot. So with all that being said, we're going to move on to the fun facts about orcas. The top 10 fun facts, believe it or not. We're going to get that started. So starting with number 10 on the top 10 fun facts about orcas. You know, we're going to start with number nine. So the sounder, we're going to start with number one. So the sounder makes sense. Orcas are not actually whales. They're actually the largest members of the dolphin family. Number 10, an orca's lifespan can range from 30 to 90 years, depending on various factors, including diet, environment, and threats such as pollution and human interaction. Orcas... Orcas have been known to imitate human human speech and sounds. They're highly intelligent and have shown the ability to mimic sounds, including human speech. In captivity, some orcas have been taught to replicate words or noises made by their trainers, gem- demonstrating their remarkable cognitive cognitive abilities. Number eight. Some orca populations feed almost exclusively on sharks. Different orca orca populations have specialized diets, and some, particularly those off the coast of New Zealand and Australia, are known for primarily feeding on sharks. They have developed unique hunting techniques and safely catch and eat these potentially dangerous prey. They have been found in every ocean from the Arctic to the Antarctic. Orcas can swim up to speeds of 56 kilometers or 35 miles per hour. The tallest recorded dorsal fin of an orca was about 6 feet high. Female orcas experience menopause, which is one of only three species known to do so. Orcas have distinct cultures and dialects in their vocalizations. Different pods of orcas develop unique sets of calls and sounds that are not shared with other pods. 
These distinct vocalizations akin to dialects in human language and thought to facilitate social bonding are passed down through generations. Orcas, also known as wolves of the sea due to their hunting tactics and resembling wolf packs. Orcas are highly social animals and often hunt in groups called pods. Like wolves, they communicate and coordinate to effectively corral and capture prey, which can include seals, fish, and even other whales. And then, of course, number one, like I said in the beginning, because since I'm playing the dolphin sounder, is that orcas are not actually whales. They're the largest members of the dolphin family. So for whales, if you picture an opera singer holding a note at an extremely high pitch, that's an orca. But they're not just singers, they're poets too. Despite being dubbed as killer whales, orcas are the titans of the dolphin family, towering over their cousins like a skyscraper among houses. Much like the various cultures sprinkled across the human world, each orca pod paints its canvas with its own rich set of vocalizations and calls, similar to regional dialects. Female orcas are the esteemed guardians of the orca wisdom. Post-menopause, they morph into living libraries, guiding and teaching the younger generations through the labyrinth of the ocean. This menopausal phase is rare trait they share with humans and short-finned pilot whales. It's as if the mother nature herself decided only the most sophisticated... Man, I have trouble speaking today. It's as if mother nature herself decided only the most sophisticated should carry such a gift. And then orcas use their dorsal fins much like a banner to other pods. The tallest recorded dorsal fin is akin to a human standing on another's shoulders, around six feet. Must be short people. It's the orca's personal standards soaring through the sea. When it comes to animals, especially mammals, well, animals overall, but particularly mammals, orcas are up there in the elite status with humans and dolphins. They're super fucking smart. They have a lifespan similar to ours in between 70 and 90 years. They're nomadic. They hunt in pods. They stick together how we have families. They have families the way some families, most families have like inside jokes or different ways of talking to one another. Some families are loud. Some families curse a lot. Some families don't speak at all. Some families have good nonverbal communication. Whales have the same shit, even though they're all part of the same family. They all don't talk, speak the same language to each other. They all speak their different version of whale. And like I was saying earlier, I would love to swim with whales one day or at least be close enough to them where I can touch one of them. I feel like it'd be fun. You always see the videos or you've probably seen videos of like whales coming up to humans to get their attention about a whale that's stuck on something or a sick whale. Or if there's like a human stuck in the ocean, like on a raft, they go and get, they find a boat and they try to flag it down. Like they're super smart. Uh, They're a lot smarter than we give them credit for. They're not just dumb animals, you know. Not that all, not that animals are dumb, but again, they communicate further than we can without using satellites or electricity. They can just echolocate things from hundreds of miles away, hunt efficiently, where we hunt in packs with rifles and whatnot. They can surround and corral their prey. So dolphins, I mean dolphins, orcas are pretty fucking wild. Free Willy was a great movie. Michael Jackson knew what he was doing when he made that shit, when he made the song for that movie. But anyway... We're going to keep it moving here, and we're going to get into the... Random question of the day generated by ChatGPT. So, every day I ask the ChatGPT for a random question of the day, and here it is. 
Is it ever morally acceptable to break the law if you believe the law is unjust? Under what circumstances, if any, is civil disobedience justified? Now, this is a longer question than it usually likes to ask. I think I said stop repeating questions. And it's because I think they were all kind of similar. It's always like, what you would, what would you invent? Or what time period would you go to? Or if you can go to any time period, stuff like that. So I think this has picked up on what I'm trying to do. But anyway, is it ever morally acceptable to break a law if you believe the law is unjust? Yes. That's like the, um, if you see somebody in the store stealing diapers or stealing bread for their family. And it's like, no, you didn't see that happen. You know, you kind of turned a blind eye to it. Because they're obviously stealing for to survive, basically, at that point. Um, if it's just like a law that everyone follows and some people break, like obviously murdering somebody isn't okay, pretty much in any circumstance. But I could see a circumstance similar to that movie, um, Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx, law-abiding citizen. That's it. Couldn't think of it there for a second. Law-abiding citizen, long story short, Gerard Butler's family gets killed. He sees the killing happen. Like, they break in, they knock him out. He's awake, and he sees his wife and daughter get killed with these people that don't have masks on and everything. He IDs them in court, and just because of, like, a technicality, the killer goes scot-free, pretty much off with a warning because... He rats out his friend and blamed it all on the friend. But Gerard Butler knows the truth and ends up slaughtering this guy and like torturing him and shit and then goes on like a rampage. That's different than just disagreeing with 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 the law. Like, yeah, he obviously disagreed with it and took it into his own hands, but that's kind of an extreme example. That's not really common. A good example is like the cell phone law driving. Like you can't talk on the phone and drive. I could see texting. Like looking down at your phone and texting, even though everybody does it, I'm guilty of it. It's 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 something you just do. Like you're addicted to your phone, but talking on the phone, I don't see how that's big. That is that big of a distraction. And I've heard and I've talked to people that they're like, it's one of those things you tack on on the end. So if you pull somebody over for like a broken headlight, right, and they're giving you a hard time. They're like, come on, man, like that's fucked up. What are you doing? This and that. And then you're like, oh, you were on your cell phone too, weren't you? And then you get them for that. It's always something that's tacked on if you're being an asshole. It's never really something that they pull you over for unless you're blatantly doing something like your head is completely down, you're swerving, this and that. But I mean, at this point with cell phones, you could tr- you probably have Bluetooth or you have a headset on where you can talk on the phone and drive. But I remember talking on the phone when that first became a law and like nobody wanted to enforce that fucking thing for a while. I'm pretty sure they don't enforce it still because it's so stupid. Like a cop looks at like a cop has like two laptops in his fucking in his cruiser. Meanwhile, you can't even glance at your screen without getting pulled over. So it's one of those things like no one really listens to it. In terms of civil disobedience, yes, it does get your point across, especially for people that don't have the power to like fund a campaign or donate money to candidates. Or if it's one of those things that's just going to be like overturned, like when they overturned Roe v. Wade a year ago, a little more than a year ago, like all the protests outside of the Supreme Court, all that stuff is all well and good. Where where the line, where they crossed the line was showing up to the judges' houses and threatening them like at their house. Like if you want to throw shit at the fucking building and, you know, not even do that because that's like riot kind of territory but if you want to stand outside with signs and picket and even stopping traffic to get your point across go for it it's your freedom to protest all this and that when it comes down to like you're threatening to burn a building down or you're destroying private property or you're taking over you know the house of the people congress and breaking through windows and shitting on people's desks and threatening to kill mike pence the vice president then that's crossing the line out of civil disobedience into your full-on rioting at that point. 
So there's a fine line. It's not really a fine line. You probably know if you're rioting. If you're in a riot, you probably know you're in a riot. And I know like the gang mentality and the mob mentality kicks in. So you you might not realize it right away. But yeah, if you're if you're going there with the intent to like, hey, we're going to smash some windows in and we're going to fucking flip a car, that's a riot. But if you're like, hey, we're going to go down to the post office and I don't know why the post, I don't know why I said the post office, but if you go down to like a government building, you want to stand in front of it and give and heckle the shit out of people as they walk in and out that's your right to do so fuck it as long as you don't threaten their lives or threaten the safety of anyone around then go for it you know right to protest and all so that's actually a pretty good question i'm gonna hopefully get another one like that next time but we do have the fourth of july coming up so with that being said this probably unless i decide to record something at home because i'm going going back home to new york probably won't record a podcast until next week at some point just because of the fourth of july and then i'm going home and I'm going to be in the pool and shit. So we shall see if I'm going to record off my MacBook. Who knows? Might get crazy. Anyway, hopefully everyone has a good holiday. Again, appreciate the, I got two new subscriptions. We're averaging around 15, the last 15 days or so, trying to keep that streak alive. 15 downloads, about 20 listens. So we're on the right path. We're going, we're moving along and we're going to try to keep this train rolling. So shout out to all the people that support on TikTok, Substack, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, hopefully everyone has a good night. A little side note. I don't know why I couldn't speak during this podcast. I feel like I was stuttering a lot. I wasn't pronouncing words the same way. I think it was the word orca that kept throwing me off. Like I was dropping the R, but I was worried about dropping it. And I was just cutting off other words. So I don't know. If it sounded like shit, I'm sorry. Won't happen again, but we'll let you go on that.